What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Screencast. My name is Nick Scarpino. I'm joined by It's Christmas in June. Joey Noel, how you doing? Hello. Good morning. This is like a earlier morning for us, I feel like, even though this I guess now it's like 50, so it's not. <laughs> slightly. Well, it doesn't help that Amazon, we're like, when is this episode going to drop on Amazon Prime? And <laughs> it just we never all, came until out. Until one o'clock in the morning, and I was like, you know what? I... I want to watch this badly, but I'll just uh, I'll just watch it over uh, Starbucks in the morning. Of course, that voice you just heard is the master of disaster, Barrett Courtney. How you doing, man? I'm I'm doing all right. Joey was saying before we were recording of like it's a lot to start your day off with the boys, <laughs> and especially mm. um, uh, you know this week. I I kind of tweeted out last week when the first three episodes have uh, went up um, that like I love the boys. It's it's such a fun story and a, a fun show right now but it's also just very depressing and this this episode was not any different i'm just like it's it's fun it's entertaining <laughs> but oh my god at the end of it i'm just so just oh uh, god uh so that's how i'm doing today <laughs> of course we are talking today ladies and gentlemen about the boys season three episode four glorious five-year plan um before we get into that i actually want to quickly catch up with you guys what did you think of the first three episodes uh, of the boys because i didn't get a chance to talk to either of you about that barrett let's start with you go for it barrett um i've been enjoying it uh you know it, it kind of took me a bit to like kind of remember where we had left off in season two mm -hmm. since it had been a couple of years especially um but I, I, I kind of liked the at the beginning the kind of different power dynamic with uh, Huey and Butcher and like how th that all quickly goes sideways. Um, <laughs> I, I liked that they quickly found out like Huey's boss is actually a, a soup and stuff like that. I was when they teased that at the end of season two, I was like, oh, is this going to be a, like a big plot point that they try to like reveal slowly over the course of like a season and stuff? And I like that it was like kind of quickly out of the way to to keep things moving forward um i think y'all i remember scheduling tweets out for y'all last week of, of um uh jack quaid his performance so far this season being top notch and i absolutely agree um and just everything else uh, yeah it's it's a lot to take in especially with how unhinged homelander uh is right now uh slowly but surely kind of taking over everything um but it's it's interesting to see where Everybody is trying to go because of that. And, uh, yeah, it, it, and it's been cool to see some flashback stuff, especially with uh, Soldier Boy and uh, the flashbacks there. Um, and you know what? I just I really like watching Carl Urban just do anything. So, yeah, I've been in. He really, is. he really is just a national treasure, a national treasure for us. Uh, Joy, what, what about you? What did you think of the, the first uh, three episodes? I think it was a great drop to drop those three episodes together because, yeah, I feel like it was like a what's going on? What did, where did we leave off? I can't really remember what happened in season two. So to get that punch of the shock factor that we love from the boys, we get a lot of that in the first three episodes. Uh, uh, Anthony Starr is just in his performance is incredible. And I feel like every season we're like, he's so unhinged and so crazy. And then he just gets crazier <laughs> it's just very impressive yeah it's, it's one of those um, things where jack are quaid fun. is so good oh no jack quaid is so good um i like that we're getting to see some of the team dynamics like especially in this week's episode of like the a train versus the deep and how like all of these people just have all of these things on each other but everybody mm -hmm. has something on each other so at some point it's like well none of this really matters because we can't do anything with it anyways and we're all in the same boat that's the thing um, that's the thing but for i love me them. Is 
going into this episode, obviously, like I think the the main crux of the whole season being sort of like how if 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 it's even possible, are they going to take out Homelander? And one of the things that I love that the show does is like, listen, I've been around the block here, Barrett. You know, I'm 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 getting up there in ages. Oh, I, Nick, I gotta you're have young the, forever, man. I gotta have the sight <laughs> checked. I gotta have the hearing checked. But let me tell you, man, I've been watching movies and TV shows for a very very long time, and it's a, you got to get up pretty early in the morning if you want to uh, pull one over on old Nick Scarpino. But even some of the twists in this one, I'm like, I did not see this coming. I did not see A Train like uh betraying starlight i was like oh he's in. he's gonna they're gonna kill homelander and at every point these people sort of curry favor with one another in a way that i did not see coming especially victoria i didn't i, I was like oh this is gonna be crazy she's gonna talk about Homelander, yeah. and he's gonna show up and then no she turned it right around on stan edgar i was like damn that was that was that was brutal but and then you have that wonderful performance by uh giancarlo esposito where he's like I mean, that's what I taught her to do. You yeah, know, I taught her to be a survivor. <laughs> yeah, and you and you get that you get the feeling with him, with Edgar specifically, that character that he's got more up his sleeve. Like, there's that great moment where he's talking in the throne room of the seven, like in the boardroom, right? And he's just like, he's just like, "You're bad product," and walks out oh. and doesn't care. And you think for one second, you're like, "Did you guys think for one second that Homelander was just gonna?" <laughs> like rip his spine out right there yeah like right when he was walking out and like getting into the hallway i i, I thought he was just going to do a quick like uh, a laser blast to his head or right, something like that right. but then they also cut over right after to um uh, i gotta look up uh character names because i'm terrible at all the the character names here that's um, okay you could describe them i know uh, victoria uh, they, they go over to to newman's house and like her injecting the v into her daughter and that's i true. thought yeah. for a second there that he was going to show up there and just kill them both just to like get back Back at uh, Edgar in like in a in a different way, um, but no, right. as we saw how that played out, that was a sad in, in a different way. Um, it's interesting yeah. though, and I think that speaks to the volume like of the writing of the show, right? And I, I think that it's 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 so fascinating to watch how these characters all interact, and it's all just this survival game at this point to try to figure out who can not get lazed by Homelander, and and like I have a feeling that Newman is or Victoria is going to be sort of a little more strategic about this and try and come up, come out on top, given her position in the government and all that stuff. But her giving the daughter a V, I was like, oh man, that's, that's a deep, that's, that's, that's tough. And then watching her, she's like, it's just going to be a little pinch. And all of us, you're watching at home being like, eh, it's not going to be a little pinch. Like body horror like, cut like, yeah. off the spine. Oh, that was rough. That was tough. Um, no, thank you. I want to, I want to give, uh, we'll, we'll skip around here a little bit, but let's do some top level thoughts on uh on, on on just the episode i guess we probably shouldn't have started off with spoilers but i forgot if we do spoilers <laughs> not on the screencast but what did you guys think we about must do before? spoilers on this though right because in order to talk about it, you have to talk about shit yeah we yeah. do i think we i think we do per episode hey spoilers sorry everyone i <laughs> we're spoiling this episode <laughs> we'll Let's, put uh, it in the description that this is full spoilers from the beginning you know yeah sorry that's um, my bad. let's do some top level what did you think of episode four Joey. Uh, I am very interested in what's going to happen with uh, Kimiko and the fact that she got blasted by Soldier Boy and like that is affecting like her regeneration mm -hmm. or like how that's all tied together. Because I don't I like I'm, my memory is so bad on earlier seasons like has she fought against other soups and like had damage yes. or has it mostly just been other it's people? But this has never happened before. Right. Where she hasn't been able to. No, not, not that I remember. Yeah, she got her ass kicked by Stormfront. Um, that was that was oh, the big right. that was the big one from last season where you were like, oh, Kimiko versus Stormfront's gonna be dope, and then she yeah. got beat up. Uh, her, <laughs> yeah, and then eventually they had to, it had to be her, Babe, and Starlight to take out Stormfront. Which that's was right, cool. the big like, had, girl had power. The, yeah, the girls get it done <laughs> or whatever. That, which was 
a hilarious sort of twist on that phrase as uh yeah as, as they had to fight the big baddie in last in last season for sure um, so yeah, yeah just I mean, interested to know if like that's like a soldier boy power thing like with this weird experimentation like uh because that obviously bids an interesting fight if they use him against homelander and just all that kind of stuff uh obviously really hard to pick between the most gruesome scene between the dildo vibrator uh thing or the weird hamster thing <laughs> like we've got a lot first of options off, in this first episode off, if, if jamie the hamster doesn't come out, <laughs> jamie, jamie the hamster needs to be w- one of the boys now that like he I needs mean, to be on the team floating around him on yeah the team. i could absolutely see that i could absolutely that see was one of the funniest sitting on butcher's like, shoulder <laughs> That was so good. Well, let's first for first off, you guys thought we talked about like the 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 interestingness of watching this show at night versus eight thirty in the morning. <laughs> and at eight thirty in the morning, well, here's how my my morning went. I woke up, grabbed a quick cup of coffee. Uh, I'm sitting down. I'm like, I'll just watch a nice episode of the boys. We get twenty minutes into it, and Kimiko is killing people with strap-on dildos uh, mm-hmm. in Russia. Uh, not just killing them, but like thrusting massive homelander dildos through people's faces and there's that one shot of the that gross like russian gangster guy's face as it's just had half of it exploded yeah. out yeah and it just kind of ripples a little bit like it just because the structural integrity of the man's jaw is gone yeah. and i was sipping my coffee being like this is our life i get to do this <laughs> in the morning and then go talk about this with my friends it's pretty cool pretty cool but that scene was shocking and i and i loved it, it, again, another another thing that I love about the the boys is just how that scene ended, where you're like, "Oh, she saved all these people," and it's like, "Nope, the, the these poor women are in fact more like more scared of her, or equally as scared of her as they were uh, to being in this in this in this freaking horrible place uh, to begin with." So that was pretty fascinating, and then seeing Kimiko sort of react to that and be like, "There's no, I can't do any good here. There's yeah. no good yeah. to be done. even even if I do violence. It's just." It's it's, it's not worth it if I'm if I'm only seen as this weapon kind of like how Butcher yeah. sees me in a way. And I, and I love that fake out too cuz even you know like I I knew Kimiko has been in bad situations before, but even with the gunshot through the 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 bullet through the head, I was like like oh god, like I forget can she heal and then she does the you know the classic Wolverine heal th- uh moment right there and she kind of sees it. that like uh reaction from uh, the woman she kind of saved, but even though that wasn't her main objective. And she she understands of like just how she's going to be seen if she continues to do this, and I I, I love the the follow up conversation with Frenchie, um, but of course with them planning to have a big getaway, right? Like I I, I had a bad feeling from that moment onward of like something's either going to happen to Frenchie or Kimiko, and I love the fake out in in two different ways, right? Of like her getting shot in the head and then like quickly coming back. And you kind of being reminded of like, oh, yeah, she can heal. Um, And then leading to Soldier Boy about to shoot Frenchie with his weird chest thing. And then Kimiko is the one who pushes uh, him out of the way and uh, gets fucked up from that. Um, And yeah, like I I was on that same wavelength as you, Joey, where I I, I think I my theory right now with like why she's not able to heal um, with whatever he shot her that came out of his chest. I, at least from what we have known about soldier boy with the little that we've been told so far, like, I don't think that's like one of his original abilities. So my theory is that the Russians were able to use some sort of serum to take away his powers for a little bit, knocked him out and took him to Russia. 
not actually killing him. Um, and then through experimentation, kind of like winter soldiering him in a, yeah. in a, the boys of fashion, right. Uh, they've also injected him with this power that's able to take away other powers from other people, which will, yeah, will be interesting. Like it, it sucks that it seems that Kimiko is going to be the, the, the price to pay to learn that and to, to learn that that, could be used against Homelander because if her powers are taken away and she's got that thing uh, going like right through her, uh, like, uh, her stomach, like, yeah, Kimiko's not long for this world, I think. And that really <laughs> well, sucks. But to don't say. forget, though, don't forget, though, we have a case full of V24. So my, my, my thought process is the next episode. Oh, interesting. And we should, like pop, pop her with one, her powers come back real quick. Butcher. And we learn that. Yeah, Butcher. True, but did, but as, did Huey take the last one? Because from what I like, he uh, Butcher was given three mm -hmm. files from Maeve, and he took mm -hmm. the first one uh, in the second episode or whatever, and then took the right, second one the for this guy. episode, and then Huey took the third vial. I'm going to assume, unless they're fair. not using the entire vials to shoot themselves up, but yeah. that's fair. That's a good point. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I it, it, they would be. It would be unfortunate if they killed off Kimiko. I think she's one of the best characters in this. Yeah, I do too. But you do the second. It is the kiss of death. Anytime two characters go, this is one last job. I know, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, so happy when she yeah. hugs Frenchie. And I'm like, oh, yeah. she's back. They're never going to have it's, this it's, life. <laughs> it's, one of the, it's just a lesson learned, everyone. If you think I got to do one last job and then go do my vacation, just quit there. Go do the vacation. Or don't, else, do the, you know. don't do the one last job. Don't do the one last job. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. Just go to Starbucks, go to the airport, go on vacation. Um, but we I, haven't I, had like any like big like main character deaths in a while, right? Because we had uh, what's we her get name? Supersonic at the end of this episode, which is which is well, which yeah, is I'm yeah. But like even before, but I don't know that I necessarily count him because we just haven't known him that long. But you have like Butcher's wife and the kid's mom or whatever from mm -hmm. last season, right? And then the other guy. That was in the seven who never talked, whose name I can't remember. Black Noir. Yeah. He's right? not dead he's, though. He's still in this. He's just Yeah, he's just kind up. of in the That's background. Right. Yeah. He's... They showed him today drawing a picture, remember? Yeah, he was uh, drawing, uh, like a, a, of a weird little fox or something. That was, I was trying to figure out what I forget I forget how he got messed up last season. I forget what happened to him. There, but, but he he got fucked up some way, right? Yeah, they messed up his brain somehow. Now he's just like not there. Not all, not all there. That's right. Um I forget I had to look that up. But yeah, so we haven't we have not had a big death, and Kimiko's death would hit really hard. But I'm I'm guessing that. At some point, her powers will kick back in or they'll take, you know, I don't think they're going to. I hope they don't kill her off. But it is interesting because yeah. obviously the uh, up and leading up into this episode, we've had what four episodes talking about this weapon. And I think it wasn't it's, it's not too hard to guess that the weapon was going to be Soldier Boy. Right. To some degree. Right. Yeah, you I, don't, I don't think any, you, any, you don't cast Jensen Ackles just to do flashback <laughs> scenes, you know. I mean, that would be incredible. And he's awesome in the flashback scenes, especially as like a twisted Captain America, which is hilarious. Um, and I loved that scene, all that whole sequence back in, uh, I think it was Nicaragua in, uh, or yeah, I think it was Nicaragua uh, in the last yeah. episode where they were going, like flashing back to like Vietnam and just seeing them come and, 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 and having Mallory be like, what the fuck are you guys? Just, like <laughs> what are really you doing? fucked up like flying stuff and like yeah. trying to like shoot rockets and, uh, yeah, and, and meanwhile, all the all the all the actual soldiers are like these guys are a huge liability. Um, all that stuff was really cool, but then the second they took him, I was like, this is so cool, and it's so interesting that they can do that story, right? Because we obviously know, we obviously know the Winter Soldier story. We obviously like that's a huge, huge, huge uh, cultural hit for all of us, and so seeing that and having it be 
that story in and of itself is, is fucked up. And then seeing mm-hmm. the boys' version of that, which spoilers, the second you put the boys' paint job on anything, it's going to be that much more dark and <laughs> fucked up. Um, yeah. I'm fascinated to see where he's at, and I'm super, I'm super fascinated to see if he becomes an ally for them or if Homelander at some point corrupts him as well. I, that's a good question. I, I think. He's going to be kind of fighting for himself. I don't think he fully joins up with Butcher, but I think he might see Homelander as competition of like, hey, I was the like it. it, And this is assuming that he comes back into some sort of like sort of mental state that he was back in, like fully aware and stuff like that. And not just like this robot type of dude just walking around uh, terminating people. Um I wonder if he, he he'll see Homelander more as like, no, like I was the the big like guy on campus when I right. was around. Like you don't get to take that seat away from me. So I wonder if it's gonna be something like that. But then that begs the question though of, does that look good for the Soldier Boy at the end of the day or Homelander? Like one of them has to go. And if you kill Homelander too early, which you know is the I would say the biggest of the the bads uh, in, in this story. Um, does Soldier Boy take that mantle and they have to take him over or something like that? That's it's an interesting conundrum that I'm excited to see, like where they go with it. That is a great question. Before we attempt to answer it, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a break to tell you about our sponsors. Are people still trying to make plans with you this summer as if you aren't booked and busy already? You're just going to have to tell them to try again in the fall. You've got pool days, pride parades, bachelor parties, and beach vacations waiting for you because when you're living your best life, the last thing you want to worry about is butt sweat. I'm Greg Miller and my butt never sweats because I wear undies. You've heard it a million times. I like undies so much with my first pair. I bought a whole bunch more and threw away the rest of my underwear. They're the best. undies has the lightest, most breathable fabrics to keep you cool and comfortable wherever you go. From undies to bra to socks, to loungewear, to swimwear, you can find something for all your plans. MeUndies also releases new prints all the time, like their limited edition Pride collection. Find your ultimate summer comfort in sizes extra small to 4XL. MeUndies has a great offer for my listeners. For any first-time purchasers, you get 15% off. For a limited time, if you sign up for their free-to-join MeUndies membership, you get 25% off your first membership item. To get 15% off your first order, 25% off your first membership item, and 100% satisfaction Satisfaction guaranteed. Go to MeUndies.com slash kind of funny. That's MeUndies.com slash kind of funny. No one likes waiting on a paycheck, especially when you've got bills due. Good thing there's Chime. Now you can get your paycheck up to two days earlier with direct deposit. That's up to two more days to save, pay bills, and generally just feel good about your money situation. But Chime is about more than just getting paid early. It's also an award-winning mobile app, checking account, debit card, and optional savings account. So what are you waiting for? Hopefully not your paycheck. Get started with Chime today. Applying for a free account takes less than two minutes. Get started at Chime.com slash KFGames. That's Chime.com slash KFGames. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank NA. Members FDIC. Early access to direct deposit funds depends on your payer. And we're back. I wonder too. Oh, perfect. I wonder too uh, if like what kind of... I mean, we see it a little bit because, like, they still, like, especially, I think it was this episode, was it Mother's Milk that was watching him on, like, Solid Gold or whatever? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Like, how much goodwill Soldier Boy, like, or relevancy he would have in, like, modern day society? Like, because it's, like, a good time period that he's been gone. And if he's been, like, memorialized as, like, a 
like a hero, Mm -hmm. then I understand that people like have reverence for that, but are people in terms of like the points that they're talking about, like approval ratings and stuff like that, like, do people care about him? Will people care about him? I don't know. I don't. Mm. It'll be well, interesting to see how that changes right? the power it's, dynamics. It's all about, are they going to bring him back in to kill Homelander or is he going to come back into the public sphere and get a PR campaign from Vought to, to, to yeah. like, be, you know, numero, number two? I mean, I can't imagine Homelander taking too well. Then who do they kick out after that? Exactly. Right. You've got, I mean. Well, I guess they have an open But again, with, with Vought now, <laughs> with, yeah, like, with, Homel- uh, with Homelander kind of being the guy running Vought in a in a way, and uh, I, I know there will probably be more of an official person uh, coming in to replace Edgar for a little bit. But my guess is it's going to be Ashley because she's already starting to take the mantle of the sort of abuser slash yeah like her her oh the Elizabeth Shoe character. Uh, yes. Well, the the PR getting the there PR lady. Yeah. Who is oh yeah, the, but like she's getting to yeah I, shoe levels. I feel like they're that we're seeing that transition right now from from you know lowly kind of abused pr person to then turning it back around and becoming stillwater or still still well yeah. uh, which was uh, elizabeth shoes characters in the first one um and seeing and seeing that transition where she's already starting to like i don't want to say take control um but the scene with the homelander dildo and yeah. her and her subordinate <laughs> was completely inappropriate yeah definitely and, not uh, taking control but like definitely uh, like um redirecting the abuse that she gets from him and right. like reusing it for for like her right. herself in the moment, I think it is is very interesting, and that's like the thing that I I love and hate about the show is just like how real they're able to, you know, reflect uh, society today and like put a mirror on what's happening today in oh, a yeah. big superhero fashion, and it's just like that like oh my god this is a fascinating character study, but at the same time being like oh my god this has happened so much in actual real life, <laughs> and you but but it's and it's conflicting right because yeah. I mean obviously you don't ever want to see someone in real life uh, being that abusive toward a subordinate. But you, part of you is like good for you for at least like taking back a little bit of power in your life because this woman has been so tortured by these people she's had to work for that she's like literally yeah. pulled her own hair out. And so there's just a little party that's like if she winds up being CEO of this company or like maybe – I don't know that, that like it might be gratifying to see that on some level, but at the same time, you also want uh, butcher to just take more V twenty four and kill every single person yeah. involved with Rod because yeah. they're all just horrible human beings even, at this point. Yeah, <laughs> even with her, like I, I, I don't like I, I love the kind of shades of gray that she's built with because there is a little bit of sympathy there uh, because of like where she started out uh, at, but then like seeing her like kind of go up the ranks and like feel that power. And, you know, a lot of the story is just how power corrupts people um, mm-hmm. and kind of still uphold the systems that, like, really mess with her, like, in the beginning. And, you know, when she's talking to A-Train of, like, BLM is my favorite hashtag and stuff like that. Yeah. It's like, oh, my – I just want to like, bash all, my head into a fucking wall, dude. Yeah, they're all talking in adages as well. Like, there's – first off, I love the fact that they're both named Ashley. I think it's hilarious. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's her and then her subordinate's name is Ashley. Hilarious. <laughs> Uh, but then the other one says something about how like silence is 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 like I, I forget she's how she's complicit or whatever. Yeah, complicit, yeah, silence is complicit is is complicity is whatever. Um, yeah, that was a, that was a fascinating line because they're all just talking in these like in these modern day adages that you see pop up on Twitter and then mm. go away. And it's it, yeah. they clearly don't give a shit about anything specifically because that whole scene was such a great setup for a train sort of becoming actually aware of how much of a fraud he is in his own community 
and needing to do something actually good, trying to actually do something like about the over-policing by the superheroes in his neighborhood. And then immediately going, and you think for a second, you're like, oh, he's actually going to take a break from shooting this commercial and go join this protest. <laughs> okay. But the protest is part of the commercial. And then I don't know if you guys remember it or not. Yeah, who's, who, it's, it's not Kylie. Kylie. It's oh, it's Kylie. Kylie. It was who Kylie did the Jenner, Pepsi right? to the fucking policeman commercial. <laughs> in, was, in I was the dying, most dude. tone deaf commercial ever made by a major brand <laughs> and the fact that they the fact that they aped that and the fact that they're making like kind of having a commentary on that in this episode is so deep on so many levels Perfect. and the fact that it's like a shitty low-key energy drink that, that uh, <laughs> is just so perfect and that's what i love this show so much too because even the commercial itself is shot so well it's so beautiful. It looks real. That shot where he like goes in the middle of them. And I also, mm-hmm. I also lo- love Loki that he's like kind of gaining weight because he can't run anymore. Yeah. All, that's, all, all of this together makes this character uh, from, from, you know, he was, because if you remember correctly, like he was the bad guy in the first one, right? He's the one that killed Huey's uh, original girlfriend. girlfriend. And now you're making this character to me somehow sympathetic, even though he's a murderer and, you know. Uh, I just couldn't give a shit about anyone else. Yeah. I'm like, God, that, that that is just why I will keep watching every episode of the show. But that one, that that specific moment, I was like, the the writers get it. They get, they understand how how public figures like this can become such a fraud uh, when when they sell out to their own brands, and that's and that's what we're getting here. Um, I do want to touch on one more thing before we. Uh, well, I guess we have a couple more minutes. We can wrap. We can talk about a couple more things. But one of the things that I think is fascinating was that final shot of Huey looking at his own arm and clearly enjoying the drug that he had just taken. And we saw this a little bit with Butcher also. Butcher talked about how he was like, this is like, this is my punishment. But do we believe that? Man, I, yeah, I think it's interesting because I, coming out of last week's episodes, I assumed that butcher was going to be the one that was going to have trouble reining it back because obviously he was the only one at that point that had taken the right. like temporary V or whatever. But seeing Huey just like looking at his arm, like outside the window, totally not, not caring, caring about that Kimiko was oh, yeah. back. You're just like, Oh, maybe he's going to be the problem. And like hearing him talking like their little interstitial about like how powerless he felt and how it brought back like feelings of bullying and stuff like that. You're like, Oh, this he could have some like really like dark, deep, like strongholds that make him really hard to get rid of this power. Um, and especially like with his access to government stuff mm-hmm. could could very, be uh, an interesting little twist for the rest of the season. I don't know. Yeah, very, uh, very much like his boss, Victoria. Right. Um, yeah. Where, mm-hmm. where she's had this power. Uh, so and how does that like- affect his relationship with Starlight? Mm, so good. Yeah, I think it's one of those. I definitely think it's one of those situations where he's going to go overboard with it, obviously, um, because he's never had that power. And he he feels this is power. And I loved that conversation, too, where Butcher was like, this is not power. Like yeah. this thing right here is not power. You think it is, but it's actually not power. It's punishment. And I'm the only person that could take it, which I don't buy for Butcher because I think he likes it. Uh, but <laughs> but I do think it's going to be fascinating to watch Huey's journey now going into that into the dark side with having been abused and seeing how quickly he well, we're already seeing it right he's already giving zero shits about his teammate as he's kind of high on this drug and for the first time in his life feels this power um despite it's the like the ashley thing but just exactly like the ashley <laughs> thing. and it's exactly like remember if you remember you know in i think it was season two or season maybe it was season three we saw homelander's uh upbringing and it was not good 
and it was not there was no love there. I mean, not he was not necessarily abused, but there's definitely he was, he was a, a he was a lab experiment, you know. Yeah, yeah. And so him him sort of having a traumatic upbringing as well, you know, kind of led him to be twisted like this. And I wonder if I wonder how far they're going to push Huey's character before Starlight or Butcher or the or Laz, you know, or uh, Mother's Milk bring him back, you know, because he can't go full on bad. There's no possible way. Um, they'll let him go complete Homelander on him. But I will say, I feel my prediction is going to be, he's going to do it a few more times for sure. Somehow get addicted to it. They're going to have to bring him back. Um, I want to say my prediction is going to be, I don't think that soldier boy is going to kill Homelander. I don't think you do that. I think Homelander is sort of the, 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 the Joker from the dark Knight. And I think that if you could use that as many times as humanly possible, you do, right? Because it's he's right. just yeah. such a perfect bad guy. Yeah. In so many ways. And, so, and, and I'll, like I'll, if you if you kill him, there's I feel like there's little show left, honestly, you know. Yeah, I mean who I mean, you have to get another big baddie in there and it's just gonna be I don't I don't know if you can get that lineage, but I mean we'll see. I mean we're in season four, so maybe they go season five and I know. Yeah, it. maybe, maybe well, they, they just got greenlit for season five, like this yeah. morning. Um, I, I I do wonder like maybe there is a point where they they kill Homelander and they feel like they've kind of toppled the kingdom, but then there becomes infighting and stuff uh, with the you know their addiction to this temporary V and stuff like that. Right. Um, <clears throat> kind of or like uh, similar to like uh, another John Carlo Esposito show, uh, Breaking Bad, where like he was the right. like he was the big bad for mm-hmm. you know a couple seasons and then he was killed and then it was like. Oh well, now it's this weird Walt versus Jesse thing, and so I, I could see them trying to maybe do that with uh, maybe Huey, Huey and Butcher in a way. Um, but yeah, it was really fucking sad to see him just immediately just be so into this power that he had just gained, um, <clears throat> not caring about the rest of his team. Uh, <clears throat> Mother's Milk being like, "There is no team left to hold together." Yeah, you made sure yeah, of that. that was it was like, "All right, well." This crew is done, you know. There's there's no way that they kind of walk away from this together uh, in any significant way, and so yeah, I, I wonder if that starts to to burn bridges and they all start kind of fighting each other eventually. Possibly, ladies and gentlemen. I want to give one last shout out to my favorite line of the episode when they're breaking in to the Russian compound, and he was like, "Are you sure this is a good idea?" And he and Butcher says something to the effect of, "This would be like breaking into a Baja Fresh." <laughs> <laughs> it's a rush. It's a Russian military base. They'd be like breaking into a Baja Fresh. I was like, "Wow, that's a deep cut. That is a deep cut." Uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's uh, let us know what you thought of episode four, season three of The Boys. Let us know if you're still digging this. Let us know if you think Huey's just gonna keep going down that that dark dark road of that V twenty four. Um, and uh, let us know if you think he'll ever figure out how to use his powers without transporting out of his clothes. And shout out to Jack Quaid's butt. Because I'll be honest with you, <laughs> did not think I was going to see that ever. Did not think no. it. And you know what? Good for you. It was a good, good way to you. start. Uh, it was a good way to start the Friday morning. You know, <laughs> not no better way to start my weekend than with Jensen Eccles and Jack Wade's butts in like it's the span of five minutes. Uh, <laughs> Which is what you got to do. Uh, yeah, put those in the comments below. Hey, if you're watching this and you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, you're like, I like your guys' vibe, please uh, shoot us a subscription and tell a friend. Uh, we love the more people, uh, the better here on Kind of Funny. And if you're listening to this on podcast services, thank you. 
We appreciate you very much. Uh, we'll be back next week to talk about all sorts of stuff. I think we're no, we're done with Jurassic Park. I don't know what we're doing for our big bad next, uh, in review. Next Thor. Yeah, so we're doing Thor. Week. That's right. We're starting our Thor watch along yeah. uh, leading up to Thor Love and Thunder. So we'll be starting with Thor. And then we're going to do, of course, Dark World and then Ragnarok, which I'm very, very excited about. Uh, also, next um, week, Pixar in review uh, comes back for the discussion Lightyear. of Lightyear. That's right. Oh, very which Kevin and I saw this week. Looking forward to seeing that. Looking forward to uh, to like to hearing Chris Evans. Always a pleasure for him. Uh, until next week, ladies and gentlemen. Enjoy your weekend, and we love you. Bye.